0: Did the only a... thing I could do. Next move's up to him. That may mean shooting, Jim. If that's what it takes to protect our rights, then they'll be shooting. What do you say? I'm with you, Jim. So is Tom Noble and the rest of the dry farmers. now to continue our story the following morning Jim Ashley astride a gaunt and underfed saddle horse pulled up sharply in front of another sod house similar to his own it was the home of Nat Turner oh boy ho, oh, oh boy oh Nat oh Nat oh, I saw you right up Jim I thought you might be plowing over by the ridge uh, not today we're used to and any more plow until we know for sure whether we can get water. We've got the water, Nat. We're going to keep it. I uh, heard that you and Matt King... I did the only a... thing I could do. Next move's up to him. That may mean shooting, Jim. If that's what it takes to protect our rights, then they'll be shooting. What do you say? I'm with you, Jim. So is Tom Noble and the rest of the dry farmers. But Matt King's got a lot of gun hands. It's up to us to match him some way. What do we do? I'm riding over to Prairie Creek now. We've got to post a 24-hour guard to watch that fence. You want to ride along? Sure. Sure, Jim. I ain't got a saddle horse, but one of my plow mules can pack a blanket rig. Put it on him and let's get going. In the meantime, Pete and Red, under orders from Matt King, rode toward the sunbaked shack that Jim and
3: Virginia called home. You know, Red, I ain't got much of a hankering for this job. Well, Matt knows what he's doing. If you break the leader of these nesters, the rest of them will run like scared gophers. And Ashley's the leader, huh? Well, he's the one who does all the talking. The one who hit Matt in the jaw. And why don't we go after him? His wife ain't in on this argument. We're working for Matt King, Pete. We'll do whatever he says. Hey, now over. shut what? up. Here we are. Oh, boy. Oh, 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 steady, Steady. Ashley's <coughs> horse is gone. Guess he ain't around. <coughs> That's why we're here. Mrs. Jim Ashley. That's right. If you've got anything in this shack that you want to save, you'd better get it out. What do you mean? Because we're burning it down. Pronto. Burning? Now, don't worry. You ain't the only one. Every other nester's getting the same treatment.
2: But you can't burn our house. A rat
3: hasn't got a hole to live in. He'll clear out. Light a torch, Pete. This dry sod will burn like paper. Yeah, sure.
2: But my baby and everything we own is in this house.
3: If you get oh, a brat in there, just fetch it out.
2: Oh, Jim, Jimmy.
3: All right, Pete, fire it up. All right. That's it. Now, come on, let's vamoose. Are we going to stick around? No. So it... The water Jim Ashley claims he owns is three miles from here. <laughs> Let him figure out a way to get it over here. Yeah. Get up, oh, boy. Get up, boy. Get up,
0: boy.
2: Anderson's store, Tano. We'll go to and talk to him.
0: Uh. What can I do for you, kid?
2: Well, We're strangers in town. I'm looking for Jim Ashley. Do you know him?
0: Ashley? You mean the Nester?
2: I thought he was a farmer.
0: Cattlemen call him Nesters. Well, do you know him? Sure, I know all of them Ashley, Turner, Noble, and a dozen others.
2: Well, where can I find Mr. Ashley? He owns a
0: shack about 10 miles out on the flats. Uh, thanks. Come on, Tano. Say, that Redskin you've got with you, the one who bought supplies here yesterday? Ah. Yeah?
3: What's the trouble with engines? All they do is say, uh, can't tell whether they're savvy or not. (laughs) That's right. Come on, Tano. Uh huh. Sure I know Jim Ashley. Just another sod buster. He hasn't got a thin dime and he never will have. What
2: makes you say that?
3: Well, he's a nuster, ain't he? they're all alike.
2: Thanks. Thanks for the information. His name's Jim Ashley. I, I thought maybe you being a sheriff, you might know him.
0: Sure, I know, Jim. Hard working young fella. Got a wife and baby. It's too bad. What's bad about it? A dry farmer in a cattle country has got two strikes against him before he starts. Oh, well, aren't there
2: other dry farmers around here? Lots of them.
0: The only reason it's tougher for Jim is because he's sort of appointed himself their leader. Well, you're the law here in Elkhorn.
2: Can't you help Mr. Ashley? Sure, son. I'm the law. But I'm also smart enough not to run against the grain of Matt King. Then Matt King is the real reason that things are tough for Mr. Ashley and the rest of the farmers, huh?
0: Well, I wouldn't want to be quoted on this. But you
2: ain't far from the truth. Thanks very much, sir. (laughs) my boy. What is it? My friend and I have been looking all over town for a man named Jim Ashley. Do you know him?
3: Well, I've never met him.
2: Oh. Well, I'm sorry to have trouble. Now, you. wait a minute,
3: my boy. Yeah? You're a fine-looking youngster. Just the kind of friend I imagined Jim Ashley would have. I thought you didn't know him. I don't. But I'm in a strange business, my boy. A pawnbroker gets to know a lot of folks he's never
2: seen. You mean Mr. Ashley pawned something with you? No. The only Ashley's I know are Mrs. Ashley and a baby.
3: Oh, I see. She was in here yesterday afternoon. Uh, She didn't talk much, but I knew what was wrong. No crops and no money, no food.
2: Yeah, the sheriff told me about that. Jim Ashley and all the other dry farmers are in the same position. Matt King's the law
3: in this town, isn't he? He Yes, I guess he is. But Matt King or anyone else can keep me from loaning money on a wedding ring. Loaning as much as I want to.
2: No, he can't. And I think I understand what you mean. Goodbye, sir. Come on, Tonto.
0: It was late that evening when Jim Ashley, tired from a long day of patrolling the fence at Prairie Creek, finally rode up within sight of his house. What the... ho! hold... hold. The shack, it's... It's gone. Virgie and little Jim, maybe they Get up there. Come on, get up there.
2: Jim, Jim.
0: Virgie. Whoa, it's oh,
2: Jim, you've been praying <laughs> for hours that you would come back.
0: What happened, Virgie? The shack is... Burnt.
2: There's nothing left. It happened early this afternoon. The,
0: the baby, is he... He's
2: all right. Neither of us were hurt. Oh. Well, how did it happen?
0: Did the stove explode? You no, know, or...
2: Jim, the fire wasn't an accident. What do you mean? Well, those men, the two cowpunchers who worked for Matt King. They set it afire? Yes, Jim.
0: The buckboard's still here?
2: I pulled it away from the back of the house after the fire started. Come on,
0: Virgie. We'll hitch up the team and drive you and little Jim over to Mrs. Turner's. I... spend the night there.
2: Won't you be with us?
0: I'm going to round up every man who has a farm here on the flat oh, and see... Oh,
2: boy, oh. oh, It's Nat Turner.
0: Jim, what happened to your shack? A couple of Matt King's men burned it down this afternoon. Well, I just rode over to tell you. huh? Some of the boys were out in the valley today while you and me were watching the creek. Matt King's crew are rounding up his entire herd of steers. They're driving them down to Prairie Creek tonight. They are, huh? Well, that's good. Well, what's good about it? King's men will snip our barbed wire, water their stock, and all this land will be open range again. No, it won't, Matt. When King drives his cattle to the creek tonight, we'll be waiting for him. Waiting for him with the only kind of talk he understands. Gunfire. (laughs) Back for Prairie Creek. Don't worry about the wire. It'll be cut by the time we get there. They're coming, Jim. I can hear the cattle. Get your guns ready and stay right here by the creek. You hear that, boys? Yes, Jim. Gosh, you don't suppose King's going to drive his beef right into that barbed wire? No. There'll be some hombres trying to snip it pretty soon. Keep your eyes peeled. Dan. Yes, Toto? you got matches ready to make torch?
2: Yep, all set. As soon as you give the word.
0: Well, that come plenty quick. Me here, cattle.
2: Toto, when the Lone Ranger told us what to do, he said you'd know the exact minute to start the prairie fire,
3: because
2: you could tell when the wind was going to change.
0: Isn't that right? Yeah,
2: but how, Toto? How can you tell?
0: Indian always tell when wind will change. Him, just watch moon. Clouds move cross moon. Mean wind moves same way on ground. Soon. Oh,
2: golly, that's right. Uh, but I never would have thought of it. I don't see now how. Now you... Dan Quick, light fire. Out <laughs> There. With the wind behind it, it won't be long before that strip is a hundred yards wide. Ah,
0: uh, plenty wide to stop cattle. They change and go other way. It's funny we ain't seen Look. The... Over to the left, fire. fire. Prairie fire and traveling fast, too. I... What's going to cut right in front of the cattle? Hey, I wonder... Keep your eyes on that wire, boys. He may think we started that fire and sent his gunslingers in here. Fire, Max. A burning fire. We can't hold these printers in line now. Nobody can hold them. Let
3: them swing to the left. Back. Back. Hey, Pete, where's Max? He was riding alongside of me just a minute ago. I thought I saw a white horse and a masked man riding with him. White horse? A masked man? You must be dreaming. Yeah, you? I guess so. Uh, there goes a stock. A scare like this fire, it'll take two months to round them up again. No sense in riding into that barbed wire now.
0: Matt pulled out. I'm a leaving too. So am I. Let's head back for the ranch. Get out, get out there! there. Come, on. Come on, get out! Of there. We whipped them, Jim. Whipped them. Scared the daylights out of them. We didn't whip it. The prairie fire did it. Wonder who started that fire. What do we care who started it? Matt King didn't drive his stock in. The creek still belongs to us. Fire stopped the cattle, but. didn't Matt King and his punches ride right in anyway. It ain't nothing for us to worry about. Well, say, Jim, your wife's waiting for you over there. Just drove up in the buckboard. Thanks,
2: I'll go. I'm looking for Jim Ashley.
0: Well, that's me, son. What do you want?
2: I've got two messages for you. Here's the first one.
0: What is it, Jim? It's from Matt King. King? He says he's changed his mind about Prairie Creek. He wants to get together with all of us and talk over a 50-50 agreement on water rights. Well, uh, what do you suppose made that hard-shelled old Jasper change his mind? I don't know. I'm glad now that there was no bloodshed on either side. Uh, here's the other note. Uh, thanks, kid. Hey, wait a minute. Where are you going? Oh, he's vamoosed. What's in that note, Jim? Yeah.
3: Oh,
0: there's nothing written on it. Oh, but wait, there's something in the envelope. Virgie! Oh, Virgie!
2: What is it, Jim? Look. Isn't this your wedding ring? Why, yes, it is.
0: But how did you get it? In this envelope.
2: W- who sent it?
0: I don't know, Virgie. But I've got a hunch it's the same person who saved Prairie Quick for us and made Matt King change his mind.
1: next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger.
0: Wait till you hear what I gotta tell him, Ben. (laughs) It's a... uh, What's this? Who are you? Are you Joe Bates? Uh, That's me. Who are you? What's that mask mean? Joe, there was a wreck at the Skeleton Creek Bridge. Wreck? The train. The one your friends rode. A wreck? You mean, my friends...
1: The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.